This episode is brought to you by being very sensitive at times where you probably don't need to be that fucking sensitive. Uh, it's not. It's not a company. It's not a. It's not an ad. You know. It's just th- that's what this is being. This episode is brought to you by the idea of freaking out and doing shit that you could have avoided by just being a little bit more understanding, being a little bit more accepting, being a little bit more of a human being. Today's episode is my, um, this is what goes on inside of my head when I hear about people getting their careers ruined over saying something or cancel culture or ending someone's fucking, like completely stop listening to a comedian or a podcast or whatever because they said a certain word that offended you. This is what goes on in my head, all right? This doesn't mean that anything I'm saying on this episode is necessarily correct or not correct. Uh, This is my fucking, my opinion, and that's what this is every time I come on here on Sundays. So I'm going to explain in this episode what cancel culture is for the older folks that don't really understand it. Uh, or maybe even the people that think they understand it but don't. Uh, I'm going to explain to you my definition and the, the Internet's definition, which the Internet's usually correct, right? Um, then I'm going to give some examples of people that got canceled. I'm going to talk a lot about the com- how stand-up comedy worked 10, 20 years ago versus now. Uh, I have some clips that are that may be offensive to you. So if you're not cool with hearing the word faggot or gay or maybe some, you know, other offensive terms. If you're not even okay with hearing them, um, you just did. And now you can click the fucking square and stop this podcast and then go listen to something else. Uh, It doesn't mean that I'm going to be saying those words. It just means that within this podcast, there are some things that I'm going to be playing, videos, I'm going to be reading shit and... Uh, it may be offensive to some of you guys. I hope that even if you are offended by those words, you still stick around though, because I have, well, do I have words that I'm offended? I'm sure there's a word that I'm offended by, but just because this is about that topic doesn't mean that you need to completely forget about it. So if you are gay, if you are referred to as they or them, if you are one of those people that there's just something different about you and you express your feelings in that way, in the same way that I paint my nails, that is completely fine and I accept you for who you are. But in this episode, some of the people fucking don't. And that's okay, but we're going to be talking about it. So let's get into this fucking episode. Um, First of all, cancel culture, I want to give you guys a quick definition of what that is. Uh, Cancel culture, according to the internet, describes a form of boycott in which someone, usually a celebrity, who has shared a questionable or unpopular opinion or has had behavior that is perceived to be either offensive or problematic called out on social media is quote-unquote canceled. They are boycotted by their followers and or other fans. So basically what cancel culture is, in my words, is... Um, you know, someone says like, like kind of what I just talked about. Someone says faggot. Someone says, oh, you know, I don't, I don't like to do that. That's, I think that's gay. And they say it in the wrong context. And then all the followers are like, whoa, he's homophobic. Fuck this guy. We're not a fan of him anymore. But then cancel culture kicks in. That's withdrawing from entertainment, uh, because of your, 
fucking feelings being hurt. That's completely cool. I don't have a problem with that at all. If I, I know I talk about raunchy shit sometimes. I say extremely vulgar shit. I'm sure I've used words that are offensive, and I swear a fucking lot. So if you guys don't like that, that's okay, right? Because you can change the episode of the podcast, or you could turn it off, or you can choose to not listen to me at all. I'm completely fine with that. As human beings, we're entitled to choose what we put in our ears, what we look at, and that's 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 fucking glorified, okay? That that that's not the problem. The problem is cancel culture is this culture of people that when something goes wrong, when a comedian slips up and makes a fucking bad joke or offensive joke or someone talks a little bit about a shooting and that's not okay with people. Not only do they stop listening, but now this culture, this group of people, everyone who has the opposite opinion will go and try to ruin this person's career. So they'll pull up things just like what happened with Kevin Hart a few years ago. Um, or actually, I think last year this happened. People were, he had cheated on his wife or cheated on his girlfriend, whatever happened. And he was kind of under in some shit. And then this cancel culture came up and started pulling out like all these tweets from homophobic jokes that he made and videos of shit that he said and other pictures of him with other girls and exposing him for all this shit. And it was like the guy fucking slipped up on something. And rather than try to forgive him and be a human being, uh, this type of culture, this group of people, whatever this is, the act of cancel culture will just like throw all this other shit on him and be like, fuck this guy and basically try to ruin their career. Okay. Uh, we've seen examples of this happen over the years with, I mean, I'm not going to say Michael Jackson because he's dead. So he kind of, he was canceled kind of in any way, but with Michael Jackson, it, it sort of happened. Louis C.K., Megyn Kelly, Roseanne, all of these people that were celebrities, they did something, and then they got fucking, they lost their show, they got kicked off the air. Who was the other one? Um, Kelly something. The girl who did the thing with the Trump head. Um, okay, wouldn't it be cool if I wrote down her fucking name? I don't know what her name is. Kelly something. Megan? Nope, not Megan Kelly. Um, I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about, though. The redhead. And then she was, she had, she was actually extremely attractive. She had long hair. She was older, but she fucking looked great for being like 55 years old. And then she went through that shit. She held up uh, a little model of Trump's head that was dripping blood from it. And it was like a Halloween gimmick thing. And everyone was like, that's not okay. That's fucking, everyone got super overly sensitive and freaked the fuck out. And then she lost her show. Nobody was going to her standups anymore. She shaved her head completely fucking bald and then kind of just like was forgotten about. And it wasn't like she intentionally hurt anybody. Louis CK, I'm not saying that he's in this group. Louis CK is the Louis C.K. and Michael Jackson are people that should have been canceled, in my opinion, because Louis C.K. like had, what did he do? He had girls come in his room or the green room, and then he would like get naked and jerk off in front of them. Like that's fucked up. Okay. Obviously that's fucked up. Random people he would like bring into a room and like hang out with them and they would think they were fans meeting their fucking idol. And then he would whip out his dick and like make women feel uncomfortable. That is absolutely isn't cool. Michael Jackson supposedly raped children. Uh, that's obviously not cool. 
So those people, 100%, I'm cool with like people don't support them anymore. They should probably have like, I don't know, done some jail time or something like that. Michael Jackson definitely should have, but he's dead. People that are doing things that are literally like traumatizing people and fucking them up and physically harming them or rape or anything near that is not okay, 100%. But when it comes to someone saying a word or someone having an opinion, um, I think that we should, as people, should give a little bit more benefit of a doubt and you know not be so robotic where it's like, if you fuck up one time, you're out. Rather than, and it doesn't mean, okay, when I say if you fuck up one time, you're out, there has to be a uh, some transparency there. There has to be a fucking, uh, what's it called, spectrum. Because fucking up by raping someone, yeah, completely you're out. Fucking up by saying a joke that's a little bit offensive, I don't think that should mean they're out. I don't think that should, I don't even think that they should be number one on Twitter trending and getting fucking put under fire for a few days over that. I think that people should decide, hey, I didn't like that joke. Cool. Maybe next joke is going to be better. Not fucking, I didn't like that joke. I'm going on Twitter. Fuck this guy. I hope he dies. You know what I mean? I think we got to chill. Now, that was that. And uh, that's cancel culture. And I want to play this video. This is what made me want to talk about this on the podcast. This is a video of a girl that was on the news. This is in Britain. Um... It's Good Morning Britain. It's a fucking, I don't say Good Morning America, but the Britain form, right? It's Britain. I don't really understand all of that. I don't know where that is. But anyways, she's on the news saying that she thinks that clapping is offensive and that we should stop clapping uh, for entertainment, for basketball games, for music, fucking, all of that. We should stop clapping. She thinks that's offensive, and she thinks we should do this instead. If you're looking, I'm doing jazz hands, which is something that I already regret doing, but I have to because we're talking about it. Also, tell me these nails don't look fucking awesome. Um, here's this video. Her name is, I, I guess her name is Ellen Scott, and I'm just going to put her on the podcast. Shout out to Ellen Scott. Genuinely about clapping. So it's actually not just for people with anxiety, it's also people who use hearing aids, clapping can be disruptive to that. The question was, what offends you so much about clapping? And here's her answer. People who have sensory processing issues, it can be very distressing and overwhelming to have those loud, sudden noises. But it is part of our culture, isn't it, to clap? If you go to the theatre or you go to a lecture or you go to a performance or you go to a gig, you would expect that people would clap. Yeah, absolutely. And that could be preventing people from going to those events, which is a real shame. So if some theatres or some universities say, actually, we're going to be more inclusive and do jazz hands instead, that would be lovely. Oh, more people could get involved. And then what would be the penalty if you clapped? I don't think there's going to be a penalty, frankly. I don't think anyone's going to say, like, you need to leave. But if you were persisting with clapping, even though you've been requested to do something, that's not very polite, is it? OK, so... Obviously, fuck this video, right? I think we could all kind of understand. So she's basically saying that that clapping shouldn't be allowed. It doesn't mean you're going to be punished, but it shouldn't be allowed, and we should all agree to do jazz hands instead at these events because there are people that have sensory fucking triggers and that think that it's rude and it's very loud for some people and that's, you know, bothers them. So... um 
Here's my answer. My answer is everybody, I, I clap, people clap when they laugh, okay? And I think that's a little much, but clapping is such a normal thing to do like out of excitement or like when you're, when you're, when you're egging someone on, you clap for them, like do fucking, we want one more show at a concert. And then everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. I, I don't really understand why we do it, but we just do. But this fucking woman um, trying to convince the, the news station and everybody watching that we should all do jazz hands now just because maybe she gets a little fucking like, oh my God, that's pretty fucking loud. I didn't like that. Okay, right in my ear. All right, everybody stop. It doesn't mean that everyone should start doing jazz hands. It means that this chick should not fucking go to events where there's going to be clapping. And if that means sports games, if that means going to concerts, if that means going, I don't know, anywhere else where there's clapping, then don't go. You know, it's unfortunate, but when the majority of people do this fucking thing, which is clapping in this case... 85% of people, let's say, clap, and 15% don't, and maybe 5% of the 100, or 5% of that 15% uh, get triggered by people that clap or have sensory problems or whatever. Unfortunately, how it works is then you guys don't get to go. You know, that's kind of how it is. Uh, I would like to say that if, if I was fucking had, if I had a problem growing my hair and I got really mad that everybody else had, had hair and I couldn't grow hair or you know what? Not even that. That's a shitty analogy and maybe is offensive. So I'm not even going to say that if I fucking loved the color green and I only wanted to wear green and it pissed me the fuck off that everybody was wearing red and orange and yellow, I wouldn't be like, okay, you guys have to wear green because I'm not just going to sit here like, nope, nope. Here's how it works. If I if it makes me mad, then go places where people are wearing green or sit the fuck inside, right? You guys catch my drift? You can't cater towards the small minority group of people that don't enjoy everything that everybody else enjoys. And I was kind of like this myself, being the person that didn't like to smoke, being the person that didn't like to drink. Obviously, now I've opened more up to those, well, to some of those things, but... Before, when I was completely like, fuck smoking, fuck drinking, fuck partying, fuck going out, I was like that only a year ago. And um, I would get mad when people would drink or smoke around me, but then I was like, okay, wait, I'm going to a fucking high school gathering. Like, this is what they do. And rather than me try to change everyone else and be like, hey, let's all stop drinking and smoking, it should be, I don't judge you, you don't judge me, that's fucking it, you know? And, and that, in that case with smoking and drinking, I was wrong for being like, fuck you guys. Like, why are you guys smoking? I should have came there, enjoyed it, and not even thought about the fact that they were doing that shit and just had a good time with my friends regardless of what they were doing, right? Because at the end of the day, they weren't doing anything to harm me. They didn't physically hurt me. They weren't like punching me in the face over and over. They weren't trying to fuck me when I didn't want to be fucked. They, meaning I wasn't like in harm in any fucking way. I wasn't uncomfortable. I wasn't like feeling like I was going to get fucking kidnapped. They were smoking. They were drinking. They were happy and I was happy too. And I was just unhappy for the things that they weren't doing. But it was extremely personal preference and personal judgment 
from my end to theirs. Now I'm making an analogy or a connection to in this same case, um, if you are triggered by something or if you don't like the words that are being said, if you don't like people that swear, but you're going out, you're, you're gambling on other people, right? And it's not always a safe bet. If you're going to the church, if you're going to a church, right? You could probably guarantee that you're not going to hear swears and you're not going to hear mean shit. So hang out at a church, you know, that's great. If you go to a library, you're probably not going to hear loud noises. You're probably not going to hear people screaming, fuck you. So you could probably bet on that. That's a safe bet. Go there. But if you're so like sensitive that you don't want to fucking deal with people swearing or you don't, if you have whatever your thing is, then make sure where you're going gives you a safe bet that that's not going to happen. And if you're risking it, if you don't want to hear the word fuck, but you're going to a party of 400 people that are going to be drunk, you have to like look yourself in the mirror before you go out. You don't have to, but I'd recommend it. Look yourself in the mirror before you go out and be like, okay, I get what I'm going into and I'm going to take all my judgment, all my sensitivities, all my shit out, and I'm going to enjoy my night for me and I'm gonna do what I wanna do, and if people near me swear, if people near me say shit, I'll walk away from them and I'll go near my better group of friends that I feel more comfortable with. Is that that fucking hard, right? Um, so, now my TV turns off, happens every fucking episode. So now I'm gonna give a few more examples of, let's see, when my sh- fucking screen wants to go back on. Isn't it weird that my eyes look like a f- like I'm a fucking demon when my TV turns off? All right, now we're back. Okay, so now, there was that video. Now, the next video I want to do... Actually, no, I'm going to read these responses first before I play some videos. Um, I asked you guys, my friends and family on Instagram, I said, what do you like or dislike... Um, about the sensitive culture we live in. And is it wrong for me to call everybody sensitive? Maybe, but do I give a fuck? No. So I, I just used that word because as a whole, yeah, I do think a majority of the world right now is, is very sensitive in the world that I see, which is social media, Twitter, Instagram, a lot of 18 to 30 or not even 18 to 30, a lot of I don't know, 18 to like 24 year olds is probably like my, who I'm around the most. So yeah, I mean, I see a lot of like people getting offended, people getting mad, stories where someone said one thing and then they're not friends anymore. I have a plenty of friends who are girls and there's fucking a lot of problems going on in a lot of their relationships almost at all times. And it's all based on like, she said this, he did that, right? Or he said this, she did that, whatever. I asked that question, what do you like or dislike? And here are the answers. Now, I also asked this question because I wanted to see what my audience thought of this type of shit. And it's a, it's a touchy subject. It's already an episode that people probably either turned off or are loving because it's on that spectrum of like, people don't really talk about this shit. People don't really like to say these words. People don't even like to talk about cancel culture because they're worried that they'll get canceled, whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't feel that way. I don't care. I'd rather be real and have 10 fans that love what I'm putting out there and that accept me for who I am. And that even if I say something fucked up, they're like, hey man, and look out for me rather than have 10,000 fans that at any fucking day, they could just leave and try to fuck me over, you know? Um, 
I asked this question, what do you like or dislike about the sense of culture we live in? First answer, everyone takes everything too seriously immediately before educating people who might not know any better based on the example their parents had set for them. Without education on topics or phrases, that could be harmful to someone. My, it's the biggest issue with informing older generations with what, what's acceptable by what isn't acceptable in today's standards or versus what isn't acceptable. So then she says, just how do you further the way people think without educating them first? This is one that I fucking totally agree with. And here's an example. I don't totally agree with it, but I totally see where she's coming from because a lot of it is like you were misinformed as a child. There are things that I was brought like, okay, I did, I had a weird upbringing. I had some weird shit that I went through that kids wouldn't have gone through, um, which one day we'll get to. But a lot of it was um, seeing, you know, my parents yell a lot, seeing my mom freak out and like get super pissed off at things and having neighbors come over and like question if everything is okay. I was in a household where there was a lot of fighting and a lot of just fucking wild shit going on sometimes. So for me, me personally, you even because of I had a lot of fucking my mom would scream and throw shit sometimes once in a while, not all the time. She had those moments, but me living in that house, I could be triggered by when someone yells. I could be triggered by anger when someone's screaming, even if it's a teacher, even if it's a girlfriend. That could really like scare me and I could be like holy fuck and then like not want to talk for any any fucking longer for that day. You know, those are triggers for me based on my experience. And I wasn't taught that you can, you know, you can just whisper your thoughts and get a, the same point across. There was other things that I could have been educated on to help me not be so sensitive in those certain circumstances. I also could have been taught that, hey, people yell. Your teachers are going to yell. Your girlfriend's going to yell. Like, just because I'm doing it doesn't mean that it's fucking wrong. People do this. And I took it that way because I feel like I'm a lot more accepting. But my point is that based on my upbringing, I could have a different view on things than someone else. And what this girl's point is that she's saying is that without education, based on what your parents set for you, like you might get mad when people talk about God. You might get mad when people swear because your parents didn't let you swear. You might get mad when people fucking eat cookies because your mom never let you eat cookies because she didn't want you to become fat or something. You know what I mean? So then you're sensitive, but it doesn't mean that you're right. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that you have a different perspective. This, now this is fucking, this is a little bit of a stretch. Okay. But what was that Megan Kelly video? I don't know if I even have it, but it, it kind of reminded me of Megyn Kelly when she was talking about, and I know that that's a stretch because I know a lot of people fucking hated her, but I don't think what she did was necessarily that wrong. I wish I had the video, but I don't because I'm a, I'm the stroke job of the week this week uh, because I forgot the fucking video, but there's a video of when she slipped up, quote unquote, when Megyn Kelly really just shit the bed in everyone's opinion. Um, what that topic was when she was on TV, they were talking about people dressing up for Halloween and it was all about, a, it was about a white person dressing up as Diana Ross and, or whoever it was. And they used blackface. It was on Halloween, but they used the blackface str strategy 
to pull off this costume. And Megyn Kelly was saying, I don't understand why, like, how is that racist? Like, she wanted to be someone else for Halloween. Isn't that, like, something you could honor? Like, who wouldn't want to be her? Isn't that awesome? That was her approach to it. And that was just because, like, she didn't get it, you know? She didn't see what they were talking about. She literally didn't understand why people were offended. And the guy across the table was like, well, I think it's fucking racist. I don't think that's okay. That's two separate opinions, okay? Who the fuck is anybody to say that if you think this way, that's right, and if you think this way, that's wrong? You can personally think, oh, she's racist or she's not, but really? That's all that happened, and then she gets fucking wiped off TV, and then, her, like, everyone hates her? That's kind of fucked, right? And it's almost fucked that that happens to her, and then Louis C.K. stands in a room with fans and whips out his dick and starts beating off and saying creepy shit to them, and they got the same consequences. They both got canceled in quote-unquote, which means they both got ridiculed on the internet, made fun of, and then everyone forgot about them, and their fame went from fucking here to here. And there, that's a girl that had a misunderstanding with a, a touchy subject and a guy that was putting women in uncomfortable positions and beating off in front of them and being hella rapey. Is that okay? Because I don't think that's cool. Um, so yeah, to this, to this person's response, I think it does have a huge part of Everyone's upbringing is different. Everyone learns different things. Some parents are really fucked up. Some parents aren't. But either way, you're setting your children up to be a certain way, which is going to be more sensitive or less sensitive or more open or less open. My parents, this is a weird analogy, but my parents were the cool parents. My parents didn't really care about if I was home late. They put their trust in me. They knew I was safe. I never had a curfew. I never had like set structured rules. And it was almost to a point where I was like, all right, I'm fucking 15 and I feel like I'm 25 because I could do whatever the fuck I want. And I think that that was genius of them because they put, they let, it was all on me, right? When I would lose something, it was on me. I got to find it. If I lose a friend, it was on me. If I fucking smoked weed and I felt fucked up, it was on me. If I drank and I was thrown up, it was on me. I couldn't put anything on my parents because they were putting their trust in my hands and that's all the fuck I wanted. So in that situation, growing up like that, you grow up to be a lot more open, a lot more honest. I don't have to hide shit. I never hid shit from my parents. Why would I hide shit from some broad I don't even know? You know what I mean? Broad. Sorry. Um, so it's like... I grew up that way. And then there's people on the other side of the world that had very strict rules their whole life. And they were kind of trained to, you know, tell my parents this and go do that. Tell my parents I'm going to sleep, leave in the middle of the night. Uh, tell my parents I never smoked before. I smoke all like that type of person. That type of person is going to react to everything in life or a lot of things in life a lot differently than the person that had a lot less fucking giving a fuck parents. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, it's just like that's two completely different perspectives. And there's probably 50 others. There's people that had didn't have parents. There's people that had one parent. There's people that had brothers. There's people that had all sisters. There's people that were abused. There's people that were emotionally fucked with. Like everyone's got a different story. There's thousands of different stories 
I mean, that are even all different concrete. And there's millions and billions of different stories in general. There are some that are similar, but we're all fucking different. So there shouldn't be one fucking way to do anything is basically what I'm saying. Uh, All right, next one. You can't say, this is another response. You can't say anything without people getting offended. You can't even wear certain costumes for Halloween because people take things the wrong way. Kind of like the Megyn Kelly thing. You also can't have a different opinion that the liberal agenda, otherwise you're racist or fascist. Is that how you say that word? I don't even know what that means. Uh, You also can't, oh, I have pretty conservative views on most things and I'm scared to tell anyone that because most people I know are liberal. Liberals are supposed to be accepting of everyone, but not if you have a different view on things. And then when you challenge their opinions or use facts, they get mad or say dumb shit like, okay, boomer. So, okay, this is my fucking screen. Okay, this is someone that I I kind of feel, I feel you on this one because I know what it's, first of all, I like to live in a fucking fantasy world where there's no labels. I don't like to have labels like that of like liberal, conservative, I'm this, you're that. Because it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day, right? It doesn't really matter. It's it's an easier way of saying I believe in this or that. But it doesn't mean that I'm Democrat, you're fucking Republic, Republican. And now just because I know that about you, I'm never talking to you. Or I don't want to talk to you at all. That's why people have this don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, and whatever else. They have these rules. Um, In my opinion, fuck all of that, right? I talk talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And if I say, which I'm not a fan of Trump, but if I say to someone, yeah, I'm not a fan of Trump, and they're like, oh, well, I am. I'm like, sick. What's your favorite type of fucking soup? You know? It's, It's over. Like... It doesn't matter. I'm not like, well, look at look at Mr. Trump fan over here. Look at this fucking like, who cares? We have different opinions. The same fucking here's the same thing. If you say I believe in God and they say I'm a Muslim and I say I like Caesar salad and you say I like Thousand Island, same thing. Okay. I could still be your fucking best friend. I could still love you. I could still want to spend every fucking day with you. When it comes to eating dinner and lunch, we're going to have different dressings on our salads. Otherwise, everything here is great. That's how I look at things. Um, and it's sad that she says, like, I, I, I feel like I can't tell people that because of my views or whatever, uh, because she's conservative. But you know what you should do? Tell people, right? I mean, don't go out of your way. You don't have to meet someone and be like, I fucking hate Trump. You don't have to be like that because that's a little aggressive, which will cause a aggressive response. But fucking, you know, who cares? Say how you feel, you know? If something comes up in the middle of a conversation that you feel conservatively some way on, uh, share your opinion. And if they don't like that, you should look at them and say, hey, because I think this way, does that mean we can't fucking talk anymore? Does that mean you don't like me? Or is it just we're different? I would ask them that. I would literally ask them that. And then see what they say. Because if they're like, well, fuck you, man. You like Caesar salad. I don't like that. Then you probably wouldn't want to hang out with that person anyways, right? 
The next one, this guy got a little mad. Dislike the fact that everyone is overly sensitive to nearly everything. What happened in the days of just not giving a shit and doing what you love or like? Who cares what so-and-so thinks? Enjoy it and love it. That's how I'm raising my kids to look forward to these overly sensitive people working for them someday. Express, express yourself by NWA, which means something with attitude. You could probably figure out what the something means. Um, it's a, it's, I guess it was a band. He says, I'm not racist, but what it stands for in today's society makes me put, put the disclaimer there. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see why you would be racist. I don't, I mean, I don't understand that part necessarily, but growing your kids up to be bold and do what they want and not care about what other people think that that's good. You know, part of painting my nails, by the way, is a very bold thing, but it's also a very, it's a very controversial thing as well. And it's like for it, because I know that this is a fucking feminine thing, but me being someone that I know I'm a more feminine guy rather than like, which a lot of people do this, they will never admit it. A lot of people are sensitive or they are emotional, but they'll try to come off as very the opposite so they can become this masculine man. For example, a lot of people don't really want to work out. They don't really want to like become this huge jacked guy, but out of, okay, here's an example. Actually, fuck that one. Here's an example. I know a lot of fucking people that are jacked out of their mind, that are very masculine, and the second their girlfriend talks to another guy, they're insecure, they shut down, they're worried, they're fucking freaking out, they want to beat the shit out of the guy, They just for talking to a guy. And it could be texting a guy, messaging a guy, whatever it is. And it's not fucking them, it's just talking. And those things don't go hand in hand because you're worried so much about being like super masculine, badass alpha male, which is this one part. But then the second something goes wrong that isn't even going wrong, uh, you freak out and you're sensitive and now you want to be emotional. So for me, I know I'm, I'm an emotional guy. I'm not possessively fucked up like that. I actually understand my girlfriend talks to a lot of guys. She has guy friends. She goes to school with them. I would want to know, hey, what's going on? If she says we're just friends, you know, cool. If she says I want to fuck him, I would support him and be like, hey, go for it, babe. Go fuck him. This isn't going to work out, but I hope that does. Like I have that type of – I, of course it would hurt, but I have that type of mentality that's like I want to understand anything that someone does regardless rather than – you get what I'm saying, right? Do I have to fucking explain this? Probably not. So does my hair have to look fucked up the whole show? Um, yeah, it's just my, my point was that people try to become someone that they aren't rather than just owning what they are and being bold about it. I know I'm a little bit more feminine. I know I'm a little bit more emotional. I know I like to talk about deeper things. I know that I don't really care about certain sports and certain activities that most guys do. So by expressing that part, I paint my fucking nails and that expresses the fact that, one, I'm not that judgmental at all. Uh, two, that I'm very bold. Three, I don't give a fuck if you are straight, bisexual, gay, alien, them, they, whatever the fuck you are. I don't care. I actually don't care is mainly what it is because it's like, like if I like the person, I like the person. But I don't care to judge any of those people. 
that's a, what all the painting nails is about. And people come up to me and they say, oh, you're fucking, what is that, you're gay? Or what is that, you like you like boys? They make jokes at me about it. And uh, I'll just be like, no, it's actually just my sign of showing that I'm very bold. And then their answer is like, oh, yeah, what now, fucking asshole? They don't understand. It's like the reason why I do some things are, are on a way deeper level than people think. People think that, oh, you do this, you must be this. You do this, you must be that. I think I do this for purpose, for reason, for understanding, to show off the fact that I am this bold character and that I want to express that. Uh, and people just don't have that understanding, which is unfortunate. So next one. This guy says, it pisses me off that we allow dumb comments, that we just allow dumb comments to be made just because we're scared of labeling or some sort of anti-something. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of, with, with being sensitive comes a lot of labels and a lot of uh, who's doing this and that and all that type of shit. Wow, my computer. Wow, my computer today. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, there's it's a lot about labels, and especially in the generation that we're in right now, where like you have to be, I don't know, dude. I can't. Okay, let me be real with you guys. When it comes to this whole they them changing my pronouns, non-binary gender, I that's where I'm out. You know, I don't get it, and it doesn't mean I don't support it. It doesn't mean it just means that like. I will do whatever I can to understand someone's point of view or beliefs or uh, you know perspective on something, and I will try to understand it, right? And I will, I will mix my fucking fifty cents with their fifty cents, and I'll try to get a whole fucking dollar out of it, even if it means I don't agree with it or disagree. But this new trend of like call me the, like refer to me as they, it, like I just don't understand why. Why are we doing this? Because why? And I get like, I don't want to refer to myself as a male or a female because I don't want to. Here's what the defense is. People don't want to refer to themselves as him or her because that's, uh, I read about it. It's like bottling these like traits into male or female or masculine or feminine. So instead of being one of those, I just want to be they or them. It's almost like calling me it, but it's obviously it would be a little bit more fucked up. Um, so it's just saying like, I don't have to be masculine. I don't have to be feminine. I don't have to be this or that. I want to be myself. Cool, right? Awesome. But I have a little bit more of a traditional approach to this, which is like, just pick one and then like, uh, I don't know, are you a guy or a girl? And, or, and if you're transgender, that's fine. But then can I refer to you as him or her? Like just go 59, fi go 5149 on it, right? I don't have to completely understand every single thing about you because I'm only talking about you for one second. What do you want me to call you? Him, her, or guy, girl, like, or her, like... Okay, guy, girl is different. Him or her is the thing that I, you know, hey, we're bringing Sarah. Can she bring her friend? And then Sarah looks at me and goes, excuse me, I'd like to be called them. I would be like, okay, Th they 
would like to bring their friend. And then my friend, here's what would really happen. My friends would go, what do you mean they? How many are there? And I'd be like, no, it's just one. And they'd go, okay, well, is she coming? And I'd be like, hey, man, she refers to me as, as them. She is that, them. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't mean to purposely be offensive when I'm explaining this because I am kind of joking around about it. That one, I don't get. And uh, I, I haven't met anyone that refers to as they or them, but I do see it coming. It's becoming more of a thing. I just don't, I don't understand that. And, and I did read and I did try to understand. I don't, I don't get, like, I literally don't get it from a, like, why are we calling them they if it's one person? That's the level of understanding and, like, like I don't understand. So, moving forward, I just wanted to say that that's a thing that's trending now that, like, I don't understand. And the, if that's coming and the jazz hands, no clapping is coming, I'm telling you guys right now, no swearing is going to be, is going to be coming very soon. All the Christian, Catholic, hardcore religious people, they don't fucking swear, or I don't even know if it's Christian, Catholic, anybody else, strict people that don't swear. All of those people are going to get together soon on Twitter, Instagram. They're going to have a fucking meeting, and then it's going to be no more saying fuck, no more saying shit, no more saying asshole, no more swearing. Censors will be not even existent because swearing won't be allowed, period. I mean... Is that where we want to fucking go in our lives? And if that is, then I would not want to be in the entertainment industry, period. You know, um, I grew up listening to like, I mean, I was watching fucking like Jack Black. Okay, not watching, but I was listening to Jack Black when I was a kid and Chris Farley and, oh, my fucking speaker turned off. Chris Farley. And that show Cranky Anchors was on when I was younger. And Weird Al Yankovic fucking weird uh, music videos that were dirty or that were kind of like nowadays people probably think they're offensive. But like dressing up as other people, acting goofy, saying goofy shit, being someone else for a music video. Um, I grew up with a lot of that. And uh, I also grew up watching WWE when they would like say kind of like pretty fucking almost racist shit but it was like okay because it was entertainment and even if people didn't agree those people were at home and they would turn the channel off it didn't mean like there was this big rule of you can't do this you can't do that it was just like holy shit i can't believe you said that and then you move forward uh and i grew up fucking i didn't really until I was a, like more of a teenager, 14, 15, but listening to Howard Stern, all the raunchy shit he did. I mean, I just think that that shit wouldn't be accepted anymore. You know, here's a joke. I guess we'll just get into this. I'll read some more um, things in a second. I, I recorded a few jokes that are dirty jokes that are from anywhere from five years ago to 15 years ago. And I think it's important that I play these. Let's see. This is a Ricky Gervais one. This is not is not that old. No. Do we want to use... No. Can you guys still fucking hear me or what? Yeah? Alright, you can. I just want to make sure my microphone didn't turn off. Father, sitting at home, just reading the newspaper. His little girl comes running in. She's only six. Hello, darling. Hello, daddy. You've been playing? Yeah. In the park? Yeah. With your friends? Well, until the man came along, 
till the man came along. Yeah, a man came along and he asked my friends to leave, so it was just me and him. Darling, come, come over. Whatever happened, none of it was your fault, okay, darling? None of it was your fault, but tell Daddy every detail. What happened? Um, he took me behind a tree so no one could see what you were doing. Oh, God, darling, and then what happened? Um, it's pretty fucked up. He took my dress off. Oh, God, what happened next? What happened? Um, he took his thing out. Oh, God, darling, and then what happened? Nothing, that was it. Oh, well, make something up. Okay, so she says he took my dress. It's the daughter talking to her dad. If you didn't hear it, she he says she says he took my dress off and then he pulled his thing out and then he goes and then what happened? And she said that was it. He makes like a jerking off gesture and he goes, "Well, make something up." Like he was jerking off, like he's a sick fuck. It's a sick joke. It's actually pretty fucking funny though. If you think about the creativeness that went on, if you think about how edgy, how like not okay it is, if you can appreciate the dark humor and appreciate that like how fucked up would that be? It's pretty funny, you know, as a joke, it's pretty funny. And it's creative because people don't say shit like that. So it took a little bit of thinking outside of the box that we live in to make a joke like that and to go up on stage and say it take some fucking balls. That's the humor that I like, okay? Uh, it doesn't mean that I agree with it. It doesn't mean that I think it's okay. It means that for a, from a fucking comedian, I can appreciate and I can laugh at some dark humor. Here's another one. This is a Louis C.K. one, which I know I didn't say was... he. He's not someone I'm sticking up for here, but this is just a dirty joke that was uh, I, th I thought was kind of funny. There's something wrong with it. Like, I was thinking the other day that you can figure out how bad a person you are by how soon after September 11th you masturbated, like how long you waited. <laughs> and for me, it was between the two buildings going down. So I have a feeling like... Okay, that was probably way too loud. But, um, kind of funny, right? I don't think people today would accept that joke. Um, here's another one. This one's... I think this is Sarah Silverman. You know that sounds. I can say that, by the way, because I used to go out with a guy who was half black who totally broke up with me because I'm a fucking loser. And um, <laughs> I just heard myself say that. So, I'm such a pessimist. I have the worst attitude. He's half white, and he totally <laughs> broke up with me. Okay, so people would definitely not like that joke today people wouldn't laugh i guarantee you if she was telling this joke in front of an audience of 18 to 24 year olds people wouldn't laugh i think a majority of people wouldn't laugh at that um and they wouldn't laugh because why because they genuinely feel like they were offended they were personally fucking attacked there or like, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, know where you're going. You're going to a comedy show. Are you really going to be fucking nitpicky about what they say at a when you're watching a comedian? It's just, I don't know. Here's another one. This, I mean, it just gets worse and worse when, I, when you think of, like, these are funny jokes and how would people react now? How do you think people react to this one in today's time? Hi. I'm afraid of gay people. Petrified. I have nightmares about gay people. I have this nightmare that I go to Hollywood and find out that Mr. T is a faggot. <laughs> really, and he'd be walking up to people going, Hey, boy. Hey, boy. You look mighty cute in them jeans. So, 
I mean, the fact that he said faggot, people would already be like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And even, I'm sure that there, I mean, I already know there was gay people in the audience that I'm sure laughed at that, even if it was one person. I'm sure a gay person has watched Eddie Murphy and laughed at a gay joke. I'm, I have, I have gay friends and I have made jokes that were revolving around or had something to do with a gay person and they laughed at it. I have heard gay people say fag or gay and make fun of it or whatever. I know a guy that is gay that like uses that word more than I've ever heard someone use that word when, I mean, I don't see him often, but when I've seen him, he uses that word all the time and he almost like makes fun of like it's his own thing and he's making fun of it, which is interesting, right? Because it's like if, if he, if, if people are just getting offended for other people and then the people that are actually there aren't getting that offended, it's like, then why the fuck are you getting offended? This has nothing to do with you. If this joke, Eddie Murphy saying faggot made a, a, a gay person offended, right? Um, and they got up and left, that would be completely okay. If they got up and left and posted a video of it on Twitter and said that this guy is absolutely had no fucking right to say this and we should fucking get him banned and he should be canceled, I think that's wrong. And I think it's actually robotic. It's a robotic idea. Okay? I guess that's it for all the videos that I'm going to play. Um, this is kind of my closing monologue here. I think that as people, if we want to really get to know each other, which... It seems like we're disconnecting from at more and more every fucking year. But 30 years ago, dude, 30 years ago, when you were going to go on a date, it would be you see the girl in class, meet me at this place tonight at 7, and you're fucking either there or you aren't. You show the fuck up or you don't. Uh, relationships were built off of blind faith and trust. You didn't have to show someone your messages for them to believe you did. You didn't have to prove to them with this, take a picture of that, record me here, track my location. They were built off of, I genuinely trust you because the second we leave this table, I don't know anything that's going to happen within the next 30 fucking five hours or until I see you next. And there's no way there was no phones back like there was no way of tracking someone's location you couldn't fucking bing where they are and then you see like you get a snapchat or whatever and see where they are like uh people were the connection from a human to a human encounter was a lot more stronger it was a lot more beautiful it was a lot more honest and it was a lot more human i want to say because if people messed up back then, you figure it out, you get over it. You don't rely on like, well, what does Twitter think? What does Instagram think? What does the internet say? There was none of that. It was strictly, you do this, I think it's wrong. It's basically up to, do I forgive you or not? And that's a lot, that's a very human thing to do. Look at someone and forgive them and then move on and have a great relationship. All the relationships that, I mean, when I talk to older people, I hear stories about, they had the hardest fucking relationship. Their girlfriend went through such shit with them, but they stuck together because they were strong and they made it work and blah, blah. And then like, meanwhile, I'm standing next to a girl that like a guy Snapchatted her or a girl Snapchatted her boyfriend and then she dumped him because she thought it was fucked up. Like there's not even forgiveness is out the window. Understanding is out the window. 
love is a different fucking thing now. Um, compassion, human interaction, all of these things are just so different that it's like sickening. For someone like me that I feel like I have an older soul, I feel like I understand and resonate with, with older people more, it's like shitty to see how sensitive people are and how uh, like fast, how quick we are to just write someone off for saying something when it's like, the more human thing to do would be to sit down and say, like, why did you say that? Why did you feel this way? And hey, if I was a gay person and, and someone said fag or someone said something, rather than completely like, fuck you, I hate you. If they say it all the time, sure, you could write them off and be like, I don't want to listen to that guy. But if you want to try and understand it, literally ask them and tell them, educate them. Hey, I don't think that's funny. This word is a lot of history to me. So then at least if they're not going to say it, maybe they're not going to stop saying it completely, but explain to them why they shouldn't say it around you. That's what a bold person would do. A bold person would look the person in the eyes and say, I'm not cool with you saying this shit. And if you're gonna, then don't talk to me. Rather than going home like getting their feelings hurt, but staying there, then going home and then taking it to the internet and then getting all the internet people like, fuck that, man. It's just so we get more robotic every year. Uh, and we disconnect more and more every year, whether it's literally like technology, putting your fucking, now we got phones on our wrists. Now we're going to, soon we're going to have chips in our hands. Then we're going to be credit card free. Then we're going to get fucking embedded thumbprints that match our debit cards, all of that shit. And then not only are we moving forward robotically within technology, but now within each other, we're just, Hey, if you mess up one off, you know, you're done, you're canceled, you're finished. Like you're dead to me. Isn't that fucking robotic too? What are we going for here? Are we going to be robots the next 20 years? Are we trying to do that? Or do we want to be people? That's kind of it. Um, and I, my vote is for people. My vote is that if you say something that hurts my feelings, if you fuck up, if you you know slip up and say some shit, if a comedian does, even if I don't love it, even if I don't agree with it, I can understand that people say shit and make mistakes. And I can understand that they're wrong. Actually, you know what? There was a story where... Liam Neeson, tell he. I, I'm just gonna play it. Fuck it. This is a time where someone messed up, slipped up, and then the world gave him a chance to fucking respond. Did they, did you know who it was? No. So Liam Neeson here tells a story about how his really good friend was raped, and this he's explaining the dialogue between him and this girl that was his great great friend. Um, he says, "Do you know who he, who she was?" Or he, did, he says, do you know who he was? And the girl says, no. And then this is the rest of the story. Did, they, did she know who he was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cush, hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. Okay, now that's such a Liam Neeson thing to fucking say, right? But did I say Liam earlier? Liam or Liam? 
Um, <laughs> so the story is basically a, a black guy raped his friend and he tells a story about how for a week he would walk up and down this street and he would deliberately go into bad areas that were predominantly black hoping that someone would approach him. He used the term black bastard, which that part was a little, all right, well, you don't have to say it like that, but uh, with a weapon, hoping that he could kill them, right? And he says he's ashamed to say that. Now, he went under fire saying this. Everyone was saying Liam Neeson's a rape, not a rapist. Everyone was saying he's a racist, like, fuck this guy. He tr- People tried to cancel him, okay? And then Good Morning America gave him a fucking chance he came on and said this. Get rid of this. And, I'm, I'm, and, and believe it or not, power walking. Power walking. Yeah. She was, okay, wait. She was asking him, like, how, like, tell the story. He retold the story on Good Morning America. And he said, I'm ashamed that I had this genuine, like, anger that I really wanted to do this. And he's like, I'm admitting it on TV. Um, I really did have this passion to, like, anger that I wanted I ha- or he says I had an urge to really hurt someone like physically let out and unleash my physical violence on someone else is what he said and then he explains that which is kind of fucking weird there's a train going by sorry he explains that um he would power walk for 2 hours a day to to unleash this fucking demon in him in a healthy way and then he goes and he, you know, apologizes kind of right on television and owns up to it. Two hours every day you to, to get rid of this. And I'm, I'm not racist. I, 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 this was nearly 40 years ago, but because I was brought up and maybe I'm rabbiting on, Rob, so forgive mm-hmm. me. I was brought up in the north of Ireland and, and brought up in the troubles, the 60s, 70s and early 80s. And can you explain to people what that is? The religion? Yeah, there, there was a war going on mm-hmm. in the north of Ireland. and uh, So basically, he explains live on television. He says, I'm not racist. I, I'm ashamed that I had these feelings towards this guy. It was 40 years ago. And then he explains, I was brought up differently. And here's kind of why I felt such a certain way. And he explains his upbringing. So... Why the fuck didn't we give Megyn Kelly a chance to explain her upbringing and then re like sit her down and say, hey, look, you can't fucking do this or that. Or here's why it offends people and then leave her to have her job still, you know, and and I don't mean to like super defend Megyn Kelly here. I just think that that's an example of someone that shouldn't have necessarily deserved to be wiped off the planet um, and like forgotten about and lose all that fucking money and career that she worked hard for because of a misunderstanding um yeah this Liam Neeson thing was a was important to me because he did say something that was offensive to some people but then he he got the chance to explain and now you still see him in movies he's still famous like he didn't get canceled because he had a chance I just think people should have that chance sometimes right Unless they're fucking killing people, raping people, being rapey. I think that everyone deserves a a chance. Um, Yeah, there was a quote that I, that I, I guess I screenshotted that said, I think the line gets crossed when you take off all your clothes and start masturbating. Uh, But for comedians, the professional environment is informal. Profanity and raunchiness 
would be far out of line in most workplaces isn't with with comedians and basically says and it's routinely mined for their material like kind of saying that you have to expect some shit to go wrong or expect people to say certain things but if you whip your dick out and put them in a room that's fucked up that's where the line should be i just think we should chill on saying things and like what all whatever you get what i'm saying right um i'm not gonna do shoes because it's a fucking long episode so we're gonna have to forget about those for now um I'm going to read one last thing, and then that's going to be it. This is just my closing article. This is actually from a kid named Stephen Bornham. Uh, it's on the Western Courier website. There's, an up, there's also an upward trend of college campuses banning certain controversial comedians and speakers from performing. Whether you, have, you are a fan of that person or not, it is much more effective and reasonable to just not show up than it is to try to ruin their career. If someone offends me, I would distance myself from that person. If a show offends me, I would change the channel. It's much easier to take this approach. I don't always have thick skin. I once let people anonymously bully me on Ask.fm, like many of you probably did. It was tough, but learning not to take everything so so seriously does wonders for your happiness. Political correctness will make people fear speaking freely and directly. We won't progress as a society if we discourage everyone from being honest. Personally, I'm careful of what I say every day because I don't want to be a jerk, but that doesn't mean that I want to take someone else's right to be their true self away. I want to live in a society where we can do and say everything we want as long as it doesn't intentionally harm others. Everybody has a different perspective and has different beliefs. We talk a lot about being tolerant, so I think it's important that we actually show it. I think that's fucking awesome. Um, I would clap for that. And I fucking wouldn't do jazz hands for that because I'm the type of person to clap. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys listened to the whole thing through. Um, I'm not saying that I don't accept anyone or I don't agree with anything or I don't, well, I am saying I don't agree with things. I'm not saying that I don't accept anyone and that you shouldn't accept anyone. Um, I'm just saying that we should just understand more and let's try to be more human, which does include making mistakes, messing up emotional things, fucking saying a certain shit, being dumb, not thinking, not thinking twice or even three times. Like, that's human. Let's stick together as humans and not be fucking robots. Please and thank you. Have a great week and uh, and go Bears because it's Sunday.